Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. And today it is Sammy J. Welcome, sir. Hello. Hello. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you for slumming it in podcast land, you breakfast radio presenter in Melbourne, the the nation's biggest city. I I don't know if it's – well, thank you. Yeah, we will take that one. I don't know if it's slumming it. Isn't podcast is like where you get to be yourself and relax, but the problem is then the other – the radio then takes it out of context and, and, and puts your comments on the paper. Isn't that how podcasts work? They feed the mainstream media from the fringes. That's right. Oh, could you say something really controversial just to get uh, listens to us? <laughs> I'm um, all out of controversy this week, boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's well, true, no, so c- can I ask, have you been cancelled yet? Because uh, over the – well, a couple of days ago you, you wrote an yep. article uh, about – Barry Humphreys. I mean, what the fuck mm. were you thinking? Well, I mean, it's a great question. Great question, Charles. And uh, I joked in the article that I would probably get cancelled. Uh, and I, I didn't necessarily predict I'd be cancelled from all ends uh, of the <laughs> spectrum. However, however, the article was my attempt at nuance and balance. So I suppose oh, no. that's what happened. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah didn't you actually thinking, use I the... should have gone shock jock in one direction. Didn't yeah. you use the, th- the phrase thread the needle, which is the thing that is literally <laughs> impossible to do? In the, I mean, the article did thread the needle of, of paying respect mm. to Barry while also explaining why the Economy Festival changed its uh, the, the name mm. of its award from the Barry Award. Uh, you explained that, threading the needle, but no one interpreted it in those terms whatsoever. And the great thing was on Twitter, now all the Elon Musk subscriber idiots, mm. their comments are the only ones you see now. So every response to your article was from some idiot in America it's a, uh, yeah, who I, loved guns and hates you. It's incredible. And and I, I note that my followers haven't increased, so I guess they'll come and go. You know, it's not like they're coming to me to stay. But um, no, it, it started genuinely because Barry Humphreys, as we all know, just died. On, mm. uh, it was announced Saturday night. On Sunday, I did a, a posted a little tribute. It's a photo of when I got to meet him uh, seven years ago at the Comedy Festival. He was there for the 30th anniversary. Mm. And knowing that he is not very popular with younger comedians for many mm. different reasons, you know, and, and I know he also he's incredibly popular with the great majority of Australians, you know. And so I sort of just did a tribute. I said he's done amazing work and I said his work's continued by other generations in different ways. And just that single simple post attracted this barrage of different comments. Some people going, oh, thank you for you know paying tribute to Barry. No one else is mentioning it. And others saying, you're a bad ally, Sammy. How dare you? You didn't know his comments about transgender people and stuff. And so that in itself taught me that people have such different views about it. And when the whole comedy festival thing blew up, for listeners unfamiliar, the comedy festival changed the name of the Barry Award to the Most Outstanding Show Award four years ago because of his comments about trans people. Because I had an insider knowledge not just of that decision but also of um just knowing my audience had sort of those very views yeah i thought i'd throw my hat in the ring make a comment <laughs> no regrets but it's been a little more dramatic than i expected it would yeah. be. Mm. but having won the award yourself uh you yep. know congratulations on that and also being on the board like there's n- there's no way that any possible scenario or outcome they're all your fault sammy j every single possibility <laughs> you're to blame for it's it's just me uh, it's, oh, it's, it's, it, uh, you know what, genuinely, and I know we all love our politics. I've had, you know, like 
I've been slammed and cancelled on Twitter and stuff for my work before. Like you know, I did political sketches. Um, I don't need to ask you boys about what the experience is like having people react to political sketches, but that's always easy to skate through because like, well, someone didn't like a joke. That's fine. This is the first time I actually put myself out there with a real actual comment mm. about real world things. Mm. So it's been a different feeling, but my feeling overwhelmingly has been sort of a curious one of, I feel like I've got to experience what it would be like to be a politician for the first time. And I mean that genuinely because I'm in a place where I've come out and backed a policy that I was part of. Like I, the, the name would have changed without, with or without me. I, you know, it's a big mm. board. I was just there representing artists as were a couple of others. But mm. I came out to explain that decision. There's stuff that I do know and more stuff that I do know that I can't say in public because just like politics, there's stuff, you know, you, you're aware of more stuff. Mm. And then you have people coming at you and you have to decide which hits to take. And just even though if they're not fair, you just roll with it and which ones you want to defend. And it's all also nothing to do with me. You know, Barry Humphreys died. That's sad. He's a, he's a legend of the game. He was flawed because we're all flawed. That's not mm. a shock either. And he was an old man who had some kind of outdated views. But it's been a, a whirlwind of experience uh, in that in that sense. It's weird, isn't it? Because you have to, as humans, accept that, that contradictory things can be true. Barry Humphreys can be an absolutely brilliant, hilarious comedian. I look, mm. I look back at some of his um, interviews. Um, yeah. They're incredible. He was so good off the cuff. Oh, and incredible. his comments were absolutely appalling. Mm. And, and it's possible for a human to contain both of those things it's, in well, a life, uh, right? I'd, I'd, I'd say that it's impossible for any of us not to have those contradictions, you know? And so it's like, you're absolutely right. And uh, that was, yeah, the article that I wrote, you know, for the age was, was an attempt to sort of put both those views, views forward. But also his satire relied on, uh, on playing with those contradictions in humanity. Like, like that was his life's work was a sort of contradiction between. Yeah, well, it's, it's tricky because there were some comments he, he got kind of cancelled for in oh, America yeah. Yeah. where he was, he was mm-hmm. you it was know, horrible. saying some yeah. horrible things about yeah. sort of Spanish speakers, but that was clearly in, in character and meant to be, oh. you know. I, this I is like that a whole, was, we need like a, a oh, sorry to, to jump we, in. But we, like, we, we need a Sammy J character here. I was going to say. We need a joke interpreter is what we need, mm. with you being a character. Well, but yeah, the trans stuff was was him speaking personally, I presume. that That's the thing, and that was the whole, because I, I will defend people's right to make jokes about whatever the fuck they want for the rest of my life. Like that is it's not a, an area, you know, people, and, and be it on their own head if they if they misjudge the room and they get the, they lose an audience for it, that's fine. It's free speech. This was a situation where it was comments that, that genuinely, when I first read them, I was like, well, surely he was in, if he was in character, it would have been a bit, a bit gross. I would have liked it, but it wouldn't have been this. This is one where, as far as everyone could tell, he was properly as himself saying this stuff that upset, like really upset a whole um, segment of the comedy festival artists, you know, the audiences who make up the festival. And that's the point I made in the article. It's like, <laughs> I don't subscribe to the idea that changing the award was cancelling Barry. That's my thing. I don't think Barry Humphrey should be cancelled. You know, I think he should be lauded for his work. But also there was a situation where a whole lot of artists were simply going to boycott the awards, not turn up and mm. and and that's dealing with the current modern festival not member of a past generation so yeah barry he was a provocateur he knew he he, he liked causing trouble he made those comments heaps of time passed he could have clarified he didn't so it's just like that was a natural result of that i don't think it's any more or less than that i mean it, it just makes me think in the end of the day sammy why do you hate barry humphreys and why do you hate emerging <laughs> comedians who just want to find a safe space at the same time I hate, how do you hate them both hate at the same generations. time <laughs> dom i hate all generations and i hope the herald sun pick that up and yep. put it into a headline fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> that plus working for the oh, well let's not go into working for the abc at this time of, of uh audience, shall we say evolving ratings that's a whole other does anyone work for the abc these days or are we all on Temporary work experience contract, but I mean these character the characters you're bringing out in the show, good hustle. Your your kind of greatest hits from the past couple of years. I mean they were good years. 
for for doing satire on the ABC. They may never be done again, but great innings, I've got to say. I mean, you'll, you'll get cancelled for those characters down the track, I'm sure. But for now, we can say they were really good. Hey, thanks. Yeah, no, it was um, it was a fun run. I had a good innings uh, doing character work on the ABC, the, the Thursday night spot. It was it was so fun, you know, like three minutes every week meant I could still have a life outside that, but we got to pick a target every week and write about it and then argue with ABC lawyers for the rest of the week about whether we could do it. Good times. Why did we never do things in three minutes? I mean, that's mm. that's fantastic. It's, it goes viral. Well, well, Mark Humphreys, who shares your yeah. slot, uh, Sammy, um, he complains about because he does three minutes a fortnight and mm. he complains about being overworked. Like you ring him up and ask him to do any other job and he'll be like, oh, sorry, I've got, you know, a sketch coming up on Thursday week. And I'm, I've got a yeah, fact. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've, I've got a fact check, Mark, there because I swear sometimes he got away with sketches that were two minutes or two minutes 30 and I was, I was at the stopwatch out because we had a minimal contractual obligation <laughs> for our show because it was like a, a separate thing in the oh, program, which is a three-minute show, whereas what Mark's it was. part of 7.30. So mm. he had some more flexibility. So I will not allow any uh, any charges uh, from, from Mark about being overworked. I think he... <laughs> He got to phone it in he by listening to it. phoned it in seconds. for just a oh, two minute. Heard it here first. Mark's going to cancel you now as well. But, well, no, he can't, though, because he'd be cancelling himself because I still get complimented in the street for Mark's sketches because <laughs> everyone thinks we're the same yeah. person. That's what, I, that's what I really want to see. I want to see the two nice guy satirists of ABC TV that, yeah. uh, f- f- uh, somehow fighting. What would the weapons be? I, compliments? I don't know mm. how you'd. Yeah, pen and a quill or, or you know, um, hair, hair gel, a love of musical theatre. I feel <laughs> it would be something like, knowing Mark, I'm it would be something like a not very well done souffle. Like it would be <laughs> like, like, uh, like a, a not cream op- pie in the face. You get a slightly uh, perfectly cooked souffle yeah, yeah, in your gullet. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Do you know, like he's a real gourmand. Like He is. I, yeah. I feel that's we, we're within the fact that we are largely the exact same person. Our differences are that I'm sort of, I feel more like a, a street fighter and he's more like, you know, wearing the top hat. I, I'm the Jean Valjean to his Javert, if you like. <laughs> he would enjoy <laughs> that. That's a that word he'll, you know, he'll appreciate. Yeah, he'll, he'll love the musical, yeah. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The Chaser Report News You Can't Trust. Have you thought of, of doing a show together? Oh, that would be a massive mindfuck, I think, if you mm. if you actually work uh, together in some we've, way. We've th- we've thrown the idea around, and you know, we're we're young enough that there's um there's many years. So like we both said, we'd love to. But I, I'd love to. I think you'd have to agree to it, like as a two hour brainstorm to begin with. With all parties are, mm. are okay to walk away at the end because you never know. You know, working with people you love and admire, mm. it can be a great in theory and trickier in practice, particularly when you're both. You know, as all performers are, they've got your own strong creative vision and all that. But- and, and I imagine, because presumably it would be a musical, like mm. a, a Broadway-style musical, yep. and I suspect that your funders would not accept the five-minute running time <laughs> of the musical. <laughs> Two minutes like, from here with three from you. <laughs> It'd be a bold pitch, but the way things are going with the TikTok generation, you yeah. know, I mean, if, you, if you've lost people's attention span in three seconds, it's all over. So I think I think we could do it. Are you, are you on the TikTok? Oh, I've got a limp... 
flaccid little account that I drop. I was sort of created it, you know, because the ABC wanted me to, and um, mm. I drop in and now then, like I'm literally like an absent grandfather who pops his head in and gets confused by all the words and runs away. So <laughs> I guess now I could just claim it's a, it's a security sort of, I'm just patriotically yeah, staying yeah. off it, but really I just didn't get a following and it hurts me. That's, that's sad. That's right. Oh, do you, have you got it? I, 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 I don't. I've, I went, signed up for one and then never use it. I went viral yeah. on the TikTok a few weeks ago. Properly viral like, to the extent that my sons saw me on TikTok, not because they follow me, because they wouldn't, but because it got served to them because the algorithm. Did they briefly respect you? Yes, for, for they totally well did. Wow. What, 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 what was it like? Were you like dad picking nose in car park, or were you doing? <laughs> was it for your own actual work? No, yeah, it was for. We're doing a show called Wankonomics, and we did. We it was just a bit from our show, which was all about how you know how to how to speak in in the modern office and it was all about how yep. you turn a – what you do is you speak like a wanker by turning a noun into a verb and, it, like, so, you know, idea becomes ideate and then you turn that new verb back into a noun, so ideate becomes ideation. Then you turn it back, that verb, in, back into a noun, so ideation becomes ideationing and then you turn it into a seven-word clusterfuck, so an all-hands blue sky ideationing session. And <laughs> that, that is the best thing and you've and ever and written, by the way. Yeah, that, yeah. Because yeah. it is so, I've heard every step of that yeah. from idiots that I know in the corporate world. Yeah. Wow. But it's also true. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's true. That's how it works. Well, it's, and now you're an influencer. Now you can let go of the, this podcast business and just oh, start yeah. cashing in. He's an no. ideationer. Is what he is. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> so, Sammy, you're, so yeah. you're burning off the, the characters. Good Hustles touring. Yeah. It's a long list of dates. I'll read mm. through them. Sydney, 5 and 6 of May. Uh, Newcastle, 11th. Brisbane, 12th, 13th. Perth, 19th. Adelaide, 20th. Canberra, 26th of May. And Hobart, 27th of May. You're going everywhere. Uh, is this is? Are you doing a Barry Humphreys, ironically? Yes. And retiring the characters only to unretire them the, the year later because you don't have anything better. I mean, that's what he did with Edna, isn't it? I mean, John Farnham's the reference I'd use in this 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 week, but uh, yeah, it, well, time will tell, of course. Uh, no, this genuinely is like, five years of doing sketches every week. It was so much fun, but it got to the point where it was less fun because I, you know the characters. You know, the government coach is one of my characters. I got to like gate crash Parliament when. Malcolm Turnbull was uh, being knifed by Scott Morrison. I was standing at the gates of Yarralumla when Scott Morrison was calling the election. Heaps of fun, but it was meant to be one sketch. It was one joke five years ago. Mm. It went on. It was fun, but I just had a genuine creative sense that if I don't kill these characters off, get them all on their knees and put a bullet in their head, I won't do new stuff. And that's a sort of lame, sincere, artistic answer, but it's true. I want to push myself out there and see what comes next. Maybe nothing. Maybe I've peaked. Maybe I'm cancelled forever. But it's. I thought doing a tour and calling a goodbye tour is the best way of forcing myself to to commit. While, so, knowing, yeah. while knowing that there's the cliche is that yeah, you just yeah, bring them back bring anyway. Back. Well, I mean, you know, if it, if the people demand it, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a lot of um, I, I guess a lot of particularly during the the lockdown, we all enjoyed the Hook Turnistan Melbourne stuff. How's it traveling? How's the city coping now that it's number one? I mean, in, in, uh, do people still either ridiculously love or ridiculously hate Dan Andrews? Is that still a thing? Have people calmed down? Uh, it, Great question. Like, so Dan's romped at home in in, in the election yeah. last year. So in that sense, um, you know, the the Murdoch press, as is becoming more and more apparent, has less power than they think because yeah, weird, it, was isn't it? A, it was a huge win. But they haven't no, even cancelled really, you for the horrible things you said about Barry Humphreys. You should be ashamed of yourself. I'm the new Dan Andrews. 
But um, they, uh, we've been doing Hook Turnerstand on stage. The character who's just a, who just loves being locked down so much, he just loves that he salutes the president <laughs> Dan Andrews. And it's only been in Melbourne, so it's brought the house down. Like we've got that, we have Dan Andrews or a version of Dan Andrews in the form of my um, co-star James Pender coming out on stage in his North Face jacket and locking the theatre down, and people love it. I'm about to find out, like next week, when Sydney's first cab off the range, whether it travels. Uh, I hope it does. Otherwise, we have to explain the joke a bit more. But hopefully, people still understand that Melbourne went through some shit. I yeah. think I think the North yeah, Face. Th- you think- might need a Gladys reference in there, maybe. Anyone who's yeah. ever bumped into anyone from Victoria does actually know uh, about the lockdown the, and because that it, <laughs> it's been explained to them for hours and hours and hours. You don't understand yeah. what we went through. You don't understand. I know you were there. We had, a, had a lockdown, but you don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand what it's like to have to talk to people who've been through it. <laughs> <laughs> and the North you need Face to be jacket. Down just to stay away from Melbourne. Yeah, that was weird. The North Face jacket thing, like that. Mm. I don't know what. The thing was there. Think surely he he did focus groups on that. Was it was the garment like um like I could be le- locked out in yeah, the wilderness? Is he that did the a focus group on a jacket. I, of dog. course he did in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. He got maybe well, he it's got, like <laughs> it's aspirational or something. Like they worked out that's that's the sort of bloke that we all want to be able to afford. The North Face branded jacket. Yeah. I mean, he, I presume he got it free as an influencer, right? Don't you? Isn't it just because Melbourne has fucked weather and. Oh, is that what? <laughs> so he had to Could rug up. Actually, like him doing press conferences yeah. outside in winter was just really, really chilly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it was. All right, it's so I'm jarring work because I, I work for the ABC, so I'm just, you know, not allowed to mention brands, let alone wear them. So he's just, like, just his complete embrace of a brand like that. I was just mm. like, oh. Full credit, good on you, Dan. I mean, you've got to choose. You've got to choose a brand. Well, I mean, I must say, uh, Joe Biden with the with the Wayfarers thing. You, you can't tell me he's paying for his Ray Bans at this point. Like, he must have a truck of that stuff. Or is it bad for a brand to have someone as old and uncool as Joe Biden um, well, constantly I mean, wearing your product? I mean, that's that's tough. And it's dangerous for a brand to associate themselves with someone in case that all goes wrong. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Like, that's you, what we should do is we should start wearing brands. Yes. And get them to pay us to stop wearing. Those brands. <laughs> That's a very good idea. Yeah. I was quite shocked. Tim Minchin, um, who you know, I'm a big fan of. He just asked on on Instagram, can I just get some pink Doc Martens? He really wanted pink Doc Martens. Mm. And they rushed them to him within six hours. Oh wow. And I just sort of thought, yes. that's just that's that's beneath you, Tim Minchin, isn't isn't that? Just a I saw bit? that, and it was it was such like such a such a flex, such a boss move. Yeah, you know, like oh, six hours later, oh here they are, they're here. But I mean, flaunt it if you got it, you know. Have you ever? I mean, I know you work for the ABC at the moment, but if, if you were to leave yeah. the ABC, would you would you start doing that sort of thing? Do you think you've got the the juice at this you point? Know, my um my first time like filling in on for ABC four years ago before I started working the breakfast shift, I was just filling in, and because I had no idea really about the ABC's editorial policies, uh, I wrote some poem about a thermos. Cause it was a cold day, and I had like a thermos. Thermos with me, like with coffee or something in it. I didn't even realize Thermos is a brand. I thought it was just a thing, but like Thermos <laughs> is an actual brand. So I, wrote, I did like a 90 second poem about a Thermos. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And how warm and great it was. And then Thermos sent me like a box of stuff to the, to the office. Oh, no. And I was like, dude, what, what's this? The manager's like, what's going on? I said, I did a Thermos poem. So like, basically, I started my career with, with cash for comments accidentally. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, why have I never done that in all my shifts on the ABC? Yeah. Oh, I don't have Sammy J's um, yeah, imprimatur. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, no, or because you've read the training module. <laughs> yeah, possibly yeah. Yeah. Sammy, um, look, congrats on all the years of. Uh, of playground politics and all the all the laughs mm. and of managing to have an ABC program that seemed to be sustainable somehow because mm. it was three minutes long, no more and no less. <laughs> People should go and see Good Hustle because uh, this is the last chance to see these beloved characters until Sammy brings them back in 2024. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give it a, I, I promise you at least two years. But no, it's fun. It's, it's, it's heaps of characters. James Pender, who uh, many of your listeners will know, he's fantastic on stage as well. We've got a cheeky cameo from the Prime Minister, which is which is awesome. Uh, and it's it's been really fun. It's a nice way to say goodbye. Surely you've also got Peter Dutton for editorial balance. Peter Dutton is on stage as well. I won't explain in what capacity. Got to buy some tickets, baby. <laughs> very, very good. Thank you, Sammy. Thanks for being with us. Cheers, boys. Uh, Gary's from Road with part of the Iconoclast Network. Thank you. Thank you.